Hey guys, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. Here we tackle the challenges of indie game development head-on, from the technical side to the emotional side, and we talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people are going to love. Subscribe so you don't miss another episode, and if you haven't already, give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people, because we really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. I want to talk to you guys about burnout, okay? Burnout is a really, really, really huge problem in the game development industry. And it doesn't seem to matter whether you're looking in the indie scene or the AAA scene. It's all over the place. It's everywhere. All of my favorite YouTube developers have experienced it from one time or another. Thin Matrix, Thomas Brush, Danny, you know, that's just naming a few. And these are people that I really, really look up to, right? No one seems to be immune to it. And nothing is going to kill your dream of releasing a game faster than Burnout is. So... In this episode, I want to talk about three reasons that burnout happens, and then we're going to talk about strategies you can use to help avoid burnout and work on your game at a consistent pace to ensure that it gets completed in a way that you can replicate again and again and again. Because, you know, even if you manage to get one game out, but it killed you, you know, like mentally or emotionally, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, then you probably want to be able to make games over and over and over again for the rest of your life because you love it so much, right? If you're anything like me, then that's how you are. So we want to make sure that we're pumping out content at a consistent pace, right? In a way that we can replicate again and again. So burnout is something we very much need to avoid. So let's talk about it. By the way, the three reasons that burnout happens, this is by no means a comprehensive list. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not, you know, I'm not a professional in any of those things. These are just three common reasons from my own personal experience why developers seem to burn out. Okay. So we're going to start with the obvious one. Working too much is a problem. (laughs) Okay. This is not a sprint. Games are long haul projects that require persistence and patience. There's a certain amount of energy that you can comfortably output on a daily basis. And if you consistently go beyond that comfort output amount of energy for you, then it's going to catch up with you and you're going to crash. The problem, I think, is that we are able to crunch for short bursts, right? We're we're human beings. We're able to do that if we want to. We do it in high school and college all the time. Oh, I'm not going to study for next week's exam. I'm just going to cram the night before, right? I (laughs) do I did that. I did that for every single test I ever took in high school and college. And it can be really easy to rely on crunch to get things done. But this is not a long-term solution, right? You already know this. You know this, right? It's not a long-term solution to be crunching all the time, working too much, or sacrificing sleep on a consistent basis to cram more hours into your day that is not only a surefire way to burn out, but it's also the sign of an amateur developer. I know that sounds harsh, but it is. It is the sign of an amateur developer. There are very few examples of successful developers who created their games this way. Let's talk about comparing yourself to a professional athlete, okay? They know pro athletes. They know when to train and they know when to rest. And they know that both are equally important. Game developers have to do the same. But burnout can be more than just working too much. That's a physical thing. You are physically working more than your human body can handle and it catches up with you. So your body turns down the dial so you crash and it forces you to rest, basically, right? But 
It can be an emotional or a mental thing as well. If you watch the second last video on Danny's channel, if, if you are into game development, you know who Danny is, okay? If you watch the second last video from his second YouTube channel, he explained that people's expectations for his game were just so, so high, right? Danny had two YouTube channels that blew up beyond anything that I can even, I can't even comprehend the level of success that he found. Carlson for a while hit the number two most wishlisted game on Steam. I don't know if it ever hit number one, but number two most wishlisted game on Steam. That's huge. Every single video he posted had millions upon millions upon millions of views. He was being emailed from massive companies like Intel, Epic Games, and NVIDIA asking him when his game was going to be done. It's Carlson, by the way, with a K, Carlson. And hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people were waiting on the release of his game. He even said in one of his videos that he was not able to comment on a single video on YouTube without being, you know, someone replying and telling him to shut up and go work on his game. And at the same time, he was getting death threats when he wasn't posting devlogs, right? People are emailing him death threats. That, that's way too much pressure for one person to handle. That's insane. After that video that Danny talked about all of this, he posted one more after that. This is on his second YouTube channel, Danny2, I think it's called. And then he disappeared. And it's been about a year and a half or more since he has posted anything. Now, this is obviously beyond the average amount of pressure that game developers face, okay? Um, he was facing it from the game dev side and from the YouTube side. It just the amount of success he hit on all fronts was beyond anyone's wildest dream. But at the same time, I don't think he was ready to handle that kind of pressure as a solo developer. But I digress, okay? Well, I think what most of us can relate to is having an expectation that our game is going to take this long. And the further we go beyond that time frame, the pressure starts to build and build. And I, I know that because I've been experiencing that a lot with my game Samurado. My initial plan from the start, I even said it on my YouTube channel, is that it was going to take three months, and it's been more than double that now. And I've just kind of resigned to the fact that this is not... Uh, I'm working less on game development now because I'm really doubling down on content creation so that I can financially, you know, survive while doing game development, just in case Samurado ends up being a flop, right? So I'm not full-time, and Samurado is a bigger game than I thought it was going to be. So my own lack of experience came into play there, too. So ever since having passed the deadline of three months, where I initially said I was going to do this game in three months, right? Ever since that deadline passed... Even on good days, there's like this low-grade discomfort, I feel, knowing that it's still not anywhere close to being done. And on really bad days, um, if I think about it too much, it can turn into like what feels like a full-blown panic attack, right? And this is just it. This is this is the reality, right? This is This is part of being an artist. This is part of being a game developer. Dealing with pressure is a part of the package. I accept that and I can handle that. I'm really just telling my story in case it resonates with you or in case it helps it make more sense for you. So let me break it down a little bit. The expectations others have on you, it will affect you. The expectations you have on yourself affects you probably more than other people's expectations. And what you think other people's expectations of you are have an effect on you. And that's, that's the worst one by far. Now, don't <laughs> you can't pretend to know what other people's expectations are, but you have thoughts about what other people's expectations of you are. 
and you really try to live up to those, right? And if you can't, then you start feeling that pressure. But finally, and I'm really, I'm not sure that this gets talked about enough, but it's had a really huge impact on my life. So I really want to mention it. Comparing yourself to others has a huge effect on you. And yes, I'm going to talk about Thin Matrix again. I talk about him all the time. Um, Watching him work was borderline dangerous for me. And I'm just going to stop right there and say, I love Thin Matrix. He makes really great videos. This is nothing to slight him, okay? This is not Thin Matrix's fault. It was my fault. So why was it dangerous for me? It was dangerous for me because of what it did to my expectations of game development. He lives alone. He does dev 100% full-time except for the occasional devlog he posts. And he earns enough money from his Patreon and his YouTube and his past game revenue to support his current life. Right? That has been my dream forever. And so when I initially started watching him, I started building these like fantasies of this unrealistic workday for myself in my head when I would do game devs someday. This is before I really even properly started. I was barely even a hobby developer. But what I was building up in my head, this fantasy that I had built up of what my workday was going to look like, it was completely and utterly unrealistic because I don't live alone. I have a wife who needs me. I have kids who need me. I can't work on my game full time because I'm trying to build up a game dev business through other avenues like YouTube and this podcast to support my family while I work on my game, which means I'm very, very much a part-time developer, right? I'm not a full-time game developer. I work full-time hours, I'll tell you that, but I'm not a full-time developer. Trying to work his schedule or fantasizing about his schedule or being jealous of his schedule took a lot of precious energy away from me and resenting the fact that I don't have a life that allows me to work at the pace he does took a lot of the joy of game dev away from me for a very, 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 very long time. And in researching for this video, I learned that what I was experiencing is actually called grass is greener syndrome. Apparently that is a real thing that has a name. Grass is greener syndrome idolizing other developers becomes a problem when you forget that they are only showing the highlights of their development process. They take weeks, if not months off at a time. Then Matrix traveled for months after releasing Equilinox. He probably watches TV in the evenings like a normal person. I know he took up painting for a while and he loves cooking and gardening. He has hobbies outside of game development. There is a lot of non-dev time behind the scenes going on. He has a life outside of his games. He has a social life outside of his games. So what are the things? Working too much, having expectations of yourself that are too high, and idolizing work styles that you can't fit into your life. So what are some strategies that we can implement to ensure that we don't burn out? I'm going to start with the obvious again. Do not use every spare minute of your day that you have (laughs) to work on your game, okay? You will exhaust yourself. And this is especially for you part-timers. I know it's easy to work all day at your full-time job and then come home and want to work on your game all night, but you need fun and you need rest. You need to spend time with family or you need to spend time with friends. You have other needs besides working on your game. I understand I have to force myself to play games to relax sometimes. I actually am getting better at this. I will tell you that I'm getting better, (laughs) but Even still, it almost feels wrong when I'm just playing games, when I'm relaxing, when I'm not working on my game. Like if I'm not using every spare second that I have in my day to work on my game, then I'm not dedicated enough. Then I must not want success enough. Then I must not care enough. Or I clearly 
you know, I don't care about releasing my game because I'm sitting here playing video games. If I wanted to work on my game, if I wanted to release a game, why am I sitting here playing video games? I'm doing that because I need downtime. I need rest and I need relaxation. Nikki, my wife, she practically has to beg me to relax or take time off from work. <laughs> okay. Right. But she knows I'm in a better mood when I do. That's why she does it. And I can't be relying on her to keep me from burning out. I have to learn to do these things by myself, right? So how do we do that? We listen to our needs. What does that mean? You're going to go through periods when you have excess energy to work on your project, okay? And that's cool. If you're going through one of those periods, then use that energy and get lots of stuff done on your game. That's fantastic. There are also going to be times when you crave other things. It might be hanging out with friends. It might be going outside for a walk. For me, I need nature at least once a week. Uh, ever since I moved, there's this gorgeous trail by the river near my house here. And if I don't get down there like once a week, I start to get very edgy, <laughs> right? So whatever your needs, you'll know, you'll, you'll just know you'll, you'll feel lonely or you'll feel, uh, you'll feel like you need some sun or whatever it is. You might need more time with your spouse or your kids, whatever it is, fun, relaxation, doesn't matter. Figure out what your needs are and learn how to give it to yourself when you need it. And it's, you know, just like everything in life, it's easier said than done. Oh God, everything in life is easier said than done, right? Stop comparing yourself to others. It's easier said than done. Stop comparing yourself to other developers, to YouTubers, to your idols, everyone. You have your life, you have your own struggles, you have your own personal limitations, you have your own pace, you have your own learning style, okay? Those are unique to you. Comparing yourself to other people, it's never going to make you feel good. It's a, it's a complete waste of energy. Well, don't ever, ever do that. Why would you do that? Have you ever compared yourself to someone and felt good? It'll never happen. It will never, ever happen. But it's really, really hard not to do it. It's a natural tendency for people to want to compare themselves to other people. So what can help, there's a little trick here, you can compare yourself to yourself. Take a look at where you were last week, last month, last year, and now look at where you are now so that you can see how far you've come. You're going to see a gap between where you were and where you are. That gap is the distance that you've traveled. That gap is how far you have come. Being a healthy, successful, and productive dev means finding the proper balance. And hear this because this part is really, really important and it's really easy to get confused, okay? Balance changes. You're a, you need to be able to adjust that balance when necessary. Sometimes you need to work on your game more and sometimes you need to work on your game less. It's all about figuring out what your needs are and learning how to give it to yourself. It's, it's going to change every single day every single week, every single month, right? There's different seasons that you go through in life. You're going to, you know, your needs are going to change always. They're ever changing. So finding the proper balance doesn't mean working out the perfect schedule on paper for every single week for the rest of your life so that your game gets done. That's not going to work because your availability and your, you know, you go through different seasons of life. This is what happens. So balance includes balance, right? Even your balance needs balance. You have to be able to adjust what balance means for you whenever it's necessary. This is just about like going with the flow of life, right? You want to get your game done, so you do. You need to work on it consistently to get it done. But if you work too much and ignore your needs too much, you'll burn out. It's very simple. So your job is to find that happy medium place where you're doing enough, giving yourself what you need when you need it, 
and comparing yourself only to your past self. And if you ever catch yourself comparing yourself to other people, because it's going to happen, I can sit here and say, don't do it. You're going to find yourself doing it. <laughs> That's okay. You know, if you catch yourself comparing yourself to other people, just let it go. Just, just stop doing it. That's all. You don't need to judge yourself. You don't need to be mad at yourself. You don't, don't need to be down on yourself. Just, just, it's like, oh, I, I was doing it again. Okay, whatever. Um, I'll try to stop, <laughs> right? You don't need to judge yourself. It's fine. So if you want to chime in on the conversation or connect with more devs like yourself, uh, you can check out our Discord server. We have a really amazing community of indie developers. It's actually, it just crossed a thousand people. I'll leave a link down in the description. It's a really great community of people, very, very mature group of developers that take it very seriously. And that's all I've got. If you loved this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review, please consider doing that now. It really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome developers like yourself. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.